Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. Hey, Hick. Yes. I'm doing well. Uh, Thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Best in the business in the Jacksonville area. Any orthopedic needs, se-ortho.com, se-ortho.com. Oh, man, where to start? Uh, boy. Hey, two and, all, two and one, Dan. Two and one ranked 20th. That's all I know. Two well, and one shouldn't and ranked be ranked 20th. 20th. They shouldn't have won the game Saturday. Um, man, oh, man. I, 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 you're right. You're right. And and we got we all we all thought this going in, but we got fooled by the Utah game. So the Utah game may be one of the great upsets of the college football season when all is said and done. Uh, you find me four more wins on that schedule, Frank Frangie, and you, you you let me know when you get to them. Yeah, you know, it's really weird. And, and I thought I thought about this. They're clearly a seven-win team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at best. And the, the Utah game is weird. Uh, I don't know what to make of what's happened with the passing game. The rest of it I kind of understand. Okay. They're okay defensively, at times good. They're not nearly as good without Ventral Miller. At times they're not very good defensively. I expected that. Uh, the receivers are average. That's just reality. Other than Pearsall, there's average receivers and average tight ends. Good running backs, by the way. The offensive line's a little better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of the quarterback thing. Is and, and I'm rooting so hard for the guy. I really am, Dan. I, I tweeted this the other day. He's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes him by all accounts. He checks every box. My my concern is, is he, you know, Dan Mullen, for all he wasn't, pretty good quarterback coach and was reluctant to play the guy. Clearly mm-hmm. was. Is he not a good quarterback? Is he not a guy that can go through progressions, a check to the second guy, make the easy throws, have touch on the ball? I hope he is. All we, again, this isn't the old days when you got to go to practice all the time, right? Right. So all, all we know is what we see in the games. If you're not very good at quarterback and there's no options at quarterback, and I'm not saying I'm there yet. That's not fair to the kid. But if you're not good at quarterback and there's no options, in today's day and age, you can't be good. I don't care if you're Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. If you're not good at quarterback, today's day day and age, you can't be good. I don't want to put it all on one guy, but that's my fear. Well, let's start with that. That's the lead, obviously. Uh, Let me address the quarterback situation with this. Uh, Saturday night, I was in the swamp. And I had to have at least four ice creams. That's stress food, Frank. Uh, and a lot of that is because of Anthony. So I'm I'm fatter Dan today because of yeah. Anthony. So I'm not I happy about that. that. I mean, I, I, I had to keep going. I, I, I got it. Where are you going, uh, uh, honey? I'm going to get another ice cream. OK, <laughs> look what's happening here. Uh, where are you going? I've got to have another ice cream. I think I'm going to try the strawberry shortcake uh, pop here. Uh, I, I mean, it was unbelievable, Frank. So with that said, I watched him throw that first half. He was fine. It's okay. Seven to nine, 95 yards, you know, made a couple good throws. As soon as he threw that pick, Frank, I, I could see it. I could sense it. His body language, everything. He could not go on to the next play, man. He's, he's up here. Something ain't right with him. I believe it's because he cannot run freely. I don't know what the injury is. I don't know what, if he's hurt, I, I'm just telling you that he's a different player the last two weeks. We all know that. And it's because they will not run. Listen, he could have run for 200 yards against Utah. And I've seen enough of his athleticism to know when he's stepping out of bounds and sliding, that's, that's not, you know, Mullen used to say, we got to have a a willing runner. 
and Trask would be a willing runner and get three yards. Mm-hmm. All right. Anthony Richardson has a willing runner. He's a 240 pound sledgehammer, dude. And with four or five speed, he should be. So that part of it has been taken away from him for whatever reason. And it's killing this offense because that's what the offense is based on, in my opinion. Well, the possibility surely could exist that he's hurt yeah. and they don't want to tell anybody he's hurt Correct. because then people will defend him differently. That po- I don't know if that's the case. That possibility exists. Yeah. The other possibility exists is that he's been told forever what a great runner he is, but not a great passer and not a great NFL prospect. Mm-hmm. And he's trying like crazy to look like the NFL quarterback. The slide at the end of the one I just can't believe that, dude. Because you got to win the games first, Frank. Right? You would think. You would think. But but, but, I mean, we're all we all have our own psychology. Frank Tebow was a first round pick, and he was a runner. I mean, so and I'm with you. But I'm trying. I I hear you. But for to to your point, though, Dan, they're not. He's not running. Right. He's not. He's not looking to run. He's looking not to. Uh, the sliding doesn't bother me as much. I think he's probably been told to do that. Yes, that's is the not is the not taking off right. when there's time. And and but the result is, is if indeed if it's if it's on purpose, whether it's because of an injury. Mm-hmm. But but I'll tell you, when he does run, he certainly doesn't look hurt to me. Right, I, mean, I know, I know. Yeah, so it's hard to believe it's an injury because when I he know. takes off, he looks pretty good. So yeah. So I I I I don't think it's an injury. I, mm-hmm. I think he's tentative. I'm not sure he thinks what to do. I think Billy, l- listen. Billy Napier, he, he's been calling plays uh, in the Sun Belt for a while now. This is yeah. a new world for him, you know. Yeah. I think everybody's trying to find their way a little bit. I think part of that's in, in play there. The, uh, but but here's the, the big picture. Mm-hmm. I used to watch Florida play Tennessee or Alabama mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and think I was watching a mini NFL game. Right. Saturday night, with USF and Florida, I thought I was watching Memphis, East Carolina. Yeah. Didn't it? Didn't it feel like that? Yes. I mean, again, it was. It was. It was. You know what? You know what happens when Memphis plays East Carolina? Yeah. Both have quarterbacks that aren't good. They may be good runners. They're good right. athletes. They put the best athlete back there. They right. have two or three NFL players between them on the field. Well, that's what that game looked like to me, and it was an even game. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I thought South Florida outplayed them. Yeah. Oh yeah. About 100 yards. Oh yeah. How how Florida didn't? I mean. Utah, in fairness to the, to the Gators in Utah, mm-hmm. people said he got lucky. Well, Marty Bernie made a really good play. Yeah. It wasn't like that ball got tipped to them or right. the wind right. blew. They earned that win, and, and, and Anthony mm-hmm. had him in position for that interception to be to win the game for him. Mm-hmm. But Saturday, how did they win that game? What I are don't the chances? Know. Two bad, a bad snap and a bad hold in today's yeah. college football doesn't happen. And so, so no, I, 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 I look, I, I, but, but here's the deal. Uh, and, by, and I got to get to the running backs. It bothered me so much last year. I can't get off it this year. I never thought we'd see this again. Quit alternating running backs. You've got an NFL back in number two, Montreal Johnson. You've got a, a really talented freshman in number seven, uh, Trevor Etienne. Then they can't, I, I, I'm sure Naquan Wright's the leader of the room and he's mm-hmm. a good person and he's earned his stripes and he's had an injury and he's good back to his old number and, and, and he connects with all the other players. But I watched it with Malik Davis last year. Mm-hmm. They've got to give the ball. If you can't throw it, I mean, I need Montreal Johnson, 18 carries a game and Trevor Etienne another 12. Six. Isn't that what he had six. Yeah. I'm going to help you here, Frank. I'm going to help you. I've got a solution, a little six. bit of a solution. Okay. And uh, we got to listen. We're not going to be great unless Anthony can figure things out. Okay. For whatever right. reason that's on, that's on him and the coaching staff and Denny Thompson too. Uh, <laughs> but I've got a little bit of a solution. And, and if you could pass this on to your Gator people, 
Okay. Um, and I know Billy Napier follows me on Twitter. Hey, Dale, I know you told me that Remember before that? you bragged about that. I did. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm hoping he truly follows me and reads what I told him because I gave him a solution. Okay. And the solution is this. Frank, we all know this. This is easy football. You got to get your best players on the field. Right. Well, their best position is running backs. Their receivers right. ain't that good. Get right. two of them on the field at all times. Get Naquan in the slot if you got to play him. Use his speed. Get Montrell and ETN on the field at the same time. I watched the Packers do it on Sunday night. It was smart. You know, we got we got we got Dylan and we got Aaron Jones. Let's put them both on the field. Get these guys on the field at the same time, Frank. That's what yeah. I'm here for. Go ahead and tell everyone how brilliant of an idea that is. Go ahead. Yeah, I saw I saw you tweet that. Okay. I saw it. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and and here's where I am with it. Normally, I'd say it's just a dumb tweet because there's only one ball, okay? You can only hand the ball to one guy, so I don't need a blocker on the field, okay? Mm -hmm. So so normally, that'd be a dumb idea. Mm -hmm. But I hear you, mm -hmm. and I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you because you did a lousy job of explaining it. Okay. I'm going to help you explain what might not be as dumb an idea as I thought when I first read it. Because if you have the if you have a legitimate decoy with the other guy, yes, you're probably right. I mean, if you got if Montreal Johnson's lined up behind Anthony mm -hmm. and Trevor Etienne is in the slot, you got to pay attention to two guys. And your and your point is right. Here's why: I don't think there's a lot of other guys you got to worry about. You know, correct. I mean, Justin Shorter made a wonderful catch. Um, Ricky Pistol in the slot. Yeah, yeah but I, I so so no, I, I don't disagree with you. But but let's serious, uh, seriously, seriously, yes. Yes. They can't keep playing Naquan right if they're not very good, but they've got two NFL backs. That, I agree. I don't think Naquan Wright's an NFL back, okay? Right, right. I think the other two guys are. I, I think two is an NFL back right now, mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I think seven's explosive. And so what I would do is I'd play those two guys, to your point, whether they're together or not. I'd run it. I'd, I'd, I'd have some sort of an option look. I'd have a lot of RPO, and I'd have Anthony keep it some of the time and hand it some of the time. I'd have a very short passing game, and I would work on that. I might throw one over the top every once in a while. But that game plan against Utah uh, is what I would do. Here's my concern. Mm -hmm. So Utah played man-to-man -man and blitzed. Mm -hmm. Well, Anthony Richardson killed that. Because yeah. if you play man-to-man, -man, he can take off and make those 50-yard runs anytime he wants. Because there's mm -hmm. nobody watching him. You're watching right. your guy. So Kentucky and Mark, Mark Stoops might have almost beat him twice. Because Kentucky and Mark Stoops came up with this plan, slow rush four, Drop seven, mix your coverages, but have all seven guys watching the quarterback. Yep. So, and it worked famously. And I said this, I said, I worry if can other people do it too? And then the first answer is, well, Kentucky's got better players than USF. Mm -hmm. so they can, but Kentucky doesn't have Alabama players, all right? Right. They've got the Kentucky had Josh, uh, Josh Allen, who's now on the Jaguars, right? Mm -hmm. Alabama's got about six guys like that. Oh, yeah. So, so I said, okay, but I think USF is copied the formula. And guess what? Tennessee's going to copy the formula. And yeah. LSU's going to copy the formula. Yeah. And, and that concerns me that the, that the, the, the book is out on it now. Slow rush four, drop seven, mix your coverages, make him read defenses. And I don't know what's going to happen. And that concerns me because everybody's going to do it. Well, they got they better run the hell out of it. Uh, the offensive line is playing yeah. well, by the way. Shout I out to the so offensive too. line. Uh Austin Barber had a nice game at right tackle from talking to some of the guys that I, I trust and told me the offensive line is, is playing at a fairly high level. The defensive line is a totally different story. South Florida ran through us like a knife through butter. It would, they had 200 plus rushing yards at the half. 
Again, it's personnel, though. It's a cupboard that's bare. There's not enough. Right. There's no depth. It gets worse in the second half. Generally, Dexter is getting double teamed and triple teamed because he's really the only big guy. I love I love big fella Watson, but he's got to lose some weight and get more. I mean, so wow. uh, Tyreek Sapp is playing some inside when he's Frank. I don't think he's I don't know how much he weighs, but he doesn't weigh 290, 300 pounds. No. He looks like he's 240, 250, 260. I don't know, but. I mean, just uh, there's not enough there. And the linebackers, my gosh, what happened to Wingo? Uh, uh, Four-star kid coming in. He can't get on the field. And the linebackers are running every which way away, at times away from the football. I mean, uh, and I I know they miss Ventrell Miller, but that's one guy. Um, uh, Boy, they it's it just is what it is, Frank. And I don't know how much. They can fix with what they have. Yeah, well, that's the thing, Dan. Yeah. Look, and I'm not smart enough to know if Scooby Williams and 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 Derek Wingo and Dewan Black and Shamar James, although he's young, I'm not, not smart enough to know did they miss on him or did they they do a poor job of developing. Back in the day, these two linebackers would go, and the next two four stars would walk in, and you wouldn't miss a beat. And that's not the case anymore. They're, they're, that level is not very good. As to the defensive line, listen, I appreciate the fact that Big Dez is trying to get in shape, and yeah. said he's lost some weight. And, and Tyreek Sapp, to your point, is better than all he can. But those are two guys who should probably play 10 plays a game each. Yeah, uh, Dez should go in there when your starters are tired and give you a little bit of run defense uh, until this – Starters are ready to go again. Tyreek Sapp should be an edge guy that backs up Brenton Cox and Princely and comes in every now and then. Mm-hmm. And they're both having to play minutes in the middle, play after play after play in the middle because there's nobody there. They've not, nobody recruited, there. they've not recruited the D-line. Well, listen, and I don't want to put this all on Dan Mullen, but maybe a little bit of his McElwain. But, and they've recruited a handful of good players. Right. But the reality is, They've recruited so many average players that this is going to take a while. I'm telling you, Dan, we were watching Memphis USF the other night. Yeah. I mean, we were watching Memphis East Carolina, and I'm yeah. like, how'd that happen? How did well, they? Bec- how did that? Ha- how did it happens all when sudden- when your coach says we'll talk about recruiting during recruiting season? That yes, was that's a big yeah. part of it. And again, you're right. We can't blame everything on Dan Mullen. And at some point, let it go. Yeah. And he did bring some joy to the University of Florida. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm kind of past that and over that and 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 moved on. Let's Everybody. talk Tennessee real quick. All I'll say is this, man. Look, I mean, I think it's 16 of 17 or 17 of 18. And, you know, game day is going to be there. Unfortunately, they're going to be asking Tennessee all week long. They're frothing at the bit. But Frankie, don't you give those orange and blue kids a chance in the fourth quarter, Frank. Don't you let that happen, Tennessee, because you'll get tighter than a you know what on you know what. Well, that that's the only seriously, that's the only chance Florida has is Tennessee is way better. Yeah. The coach has them in a rhythm. Yeah. Oh, are you can you imagine the party Saturday night if no, it goes the way I'm, I'm not afraid going it's to imagine go? It. Yeah. Uh, but I so I think Tennessee I what's the line, Melo? Have you seen the line? Is it 10? I don't know if I've seen the line yet. Probably, it might probably, be 10, but I'm not sure. T- it's probably somewhere thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Look. Tennessee's way and listen, they've been waiting a long time for this one. I, I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. the last time a Florida football team played Tennessee and I felt like they didn't have a chance to win. I I don't know that it's ever. I don't know that I can ever remember ever. I'm gonna go ever on you. 
I can't re- I can't remember ever thinking. I mean, the Zook team, Zook went up there and won an 02. Yeah. Should have won an 04. Got screwed yeah. by Penn Wagers and, and Bobby Murrow a couple Damn of Damn you, Penn Wagers. Good call. Yeah, you know, so too bad. So so Zook won once up there and should have won the other time up there. Um, Urban dominated them. Obviously, McElwain, Mullen, all, Muschamp dominated them. Um, Spurrier, Spurrier and they had good series, but there was never, even in, even in 90 when they got rolled, at 92 and they got beat, I never felt like going up there they didn't have a chance to win. I, I, I can't fathom them winning this game. And, and, I, and I, I hate, I'm a Gator guy. I can't, I, I hate feeling that way. But can you remember a time, Dan, and you've watched as long as I have, when Florida's played Tennessee and you thought it was unlikely they could win the game? No, no, I, it's, 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 I don't want to think of these, these terms, Frank, uh, <laughs> uh damn you. Uh, I want to I think, and, uh, I want to think somehow, well, some way we did it with Treon Harris and Austin, uh, Harden. What was the, oh, the kicker? The, the line drive nine, huh? the, t- yeah. the 10 to nine win. Yeah. 10 to nine. Uh, we did it with those two. Yeah. Here's we can Austin, do it with these guys. Here's Austin Harden's career stats as Florida's kicker. Yeah. One for 80, but yeah. the one was a 50 yarder. Maybe Austin. Be a lot. Remember the line drive that, it yeah. was five feet off the ground yeah. until it went over the upper. Oh, right, That's bar. what I'm focused um, on, Frankie. Well, well, here's what I'll tell you. Here, I, I don't think there's much chance they can win. But 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 what you made a good point. Tennessee wants it so bad right. and so bad. And this is game day's coming, and they're going to kill the Gators, and they're yeah. going to party all weekend. Yeah. Well, if you're so caught up in it, so caught up, and all of a sudden you look up and it's the middle of the second quarter, and it's thirteen to ten, somebody. You, you can't, you start thinking, oh my God, now I'll tell you a story. You love stories, right? I do love I, stories. This is a great story. So in 1995, as you know, mm-hmm. Florida had the 62 to 37 win. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they scored 48 in a row and it was a humiliating loss because Tennessee had a really good team. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the next year to Florida, but then Florida gets beat by Nebraska and they get blown out. So Florida right. looks vulnerable. Right. So the next year, Florida goes up there. And Tennessee had a really good team again. It's Peyton's third year, and they thought this is the year they're going to win. I, I got a buddy, my, my buddy. And I, I love this story. My buddy Chuck, diehard Tennessee fan. I mean, Old Chuck. You know, he loves the Vols. So he's at the game, and this is going to be the year. They're in Knoxville. No more of this Gator crap. We've been losing to them too much. This is it. It's over. It's going to end. And the Gators get the ball first, and it's raining, and Tennessee's going to beat them because they're tougher in the rain. And and Florida's got a fourth and 11 <laughs> at about the 40-yard line of Tennessee. And my, and my buddy Chuck is sitting to, to that end zone they're coming to under the vol. You know the big vols in the end zone? Sure the I VOLS? do. He's sitting right under the VOLS. They're coming toward him. And this is the year it's raining. We got him in fourth down. And Spurrier goes for it on fourth down on the first series. And Werfel drops back the pass. And my buddy sees it all coming toward him, my Tennessee fan buddy. And he's watching, and he's watching, and he knows this is the year. And all of a sudden, he looks down. And Redell Anthony blows by the whole defense. Yep. Werfel throws the ball. My buddy sees the ball coming down. He looks down, and Redell Anthony is about 10 yards behind the Tennessee defense, and he goes, they're going to beat our ass again. And the ball <laughs> hasn't even come down yet. And you know the story. He catches it, touchdown, jumps into stands, and he gets up 35 nothing. blah, blah, blah. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm hoping – that something bad like that happens to them are good for us. Yep. And then with this year, this is the year they're going to win. This is the year it's going to happen. Yep. And then all of a sudden they start doubting themselves. That's really the only chance Florida. It's all we got. And it's fair. And look uh, again to the victors go the spoil. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I'm going to stay positive. One other note, Frank, before yes. we get out of here, shout out to the volleyball team. 
uh, went up to yes. Wisconsin in front of 16,000 and beat number four ranked Wisconsin, the defending Natty champs. Maybe Mary Wise this year could be the year, Frank. Let's get excited. Hashtag volleyball school. Here's what I will tell you. Honestly compels me to commit that our friend Lauren Brooks, who we have now going to hire as the podcast volleyball and gymnastics reporter. Yes. Um, I didn't know they had played Wisconsin. I didn't follow this stuff closely. I'm not a good podcaster, apparently. Uh-huh. But she, she told me that whole story. Very and now, like you, knowing that football isn't quite where I want it to be, I'm on board. Okay. I'm on board volleyball well, matches. Plenty of room for all you Gators out there. Let's go. Let's hope what happens this week. That's all things orange and blue, all things Gators, Dan Hick and Frank French. And thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Any orthopedic needs in the Jacksonville area, se-ortho.com. They really, truly are the very best. Frank, you have a good week, and uh, go Gator. You too, Hick. All right.